0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But see, people, people, I'm more in touch with my um and like Portuguese Angolan side more yeah, than yeah, yeah, my Ghanaian yeah. side. I wanna. Do you speak Portuguese? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's so like it, my Ghanaian side, from my dad's side. I really wanna, yeah, yeah. you know. Do Do replace. you speak
1: like slang Portuguese or like proper Portuguese? I both. So with my mum, because I know some speak phrases proper. like comic care like I don't know if that's a comic que" like what's what's good, kind of like comic uh, yeah,
0: um, que". Yeah, yeah. And that that stuff like that is slang. So that's like um i think a picture on your instagram were you in portugal or was it yeah i was i was i
1: thought you were portuguese no 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 but i was in portugal um last year last year around i think july time
0: yeah because I was, I was looking i looked i saw yeah, the location i was like no way you're from portugal yeah because nah, nah. then I, I saw you look portuguese as well yeah yeah. so yeah. what country are you actually i'm
1: I'm, I'm lithuanian oh for real yeah yeah, yeah 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 okay but my friend so so i went there so i was i was initially i was meant to be going there for like a festival Rolling Loud festival. Oh, okay. Yeah, I that's what I'm going
0: to actually this year.
1: Yeah. So, I went there for that, and then obviously it wasn't happening or whatever, but I still wanted to go on holiday. And then yeah. plus my friend, he's he obviously he lives in Portugal and I well, he lived in Portugal at that time. He just moved away, but so obviously I went to see him as well. And yeah, man, I went I went to one of the hoods whatever in Portugal. It was a riot. It was yeah. it was lit and then it yeah, just, it's, just it's, had a When
0: you go to the hoods in Portugal, it's weird, isn't it? Like it oh. wouldn't ex it's, it's very different to like a when you come to uk and you well you class everyone, everyone's kind of
1: mixed but see 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 the, see the hood in portugal which was really interesting it's like there was like an area where everyone's kind of segregated from the rest of the like portugal it was really weird man yeah. i was just like raw like
0: it's like when in the 70s they opened up portugal that's when everyone from the colonies in africa moved to portugal mm. so um angola sao tome um cape verde and like It's the first time Portugal opened up their borders to the world. So Portugal was very backwards before they opened themselves up. There was no such thing as um, clubs, um, Western music, even things like Mm. drugs. Drugs was the first time that drugs came to Portugal. And even my mum's generation was the first time they actually got introduced to that type of stuff. And it was a really big problem, especially heroin and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And um, what happened was when they got brought to Portugal, they just dumped them all in one place. And said, live by yourself. So a lot of times when you go to the hood, you can see that. A lot of times, people built built their own houses like a favela, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and it's generations of that. So you imagine coming out of that, you know, my mom's generation is the first generation of people actually coming to the UK and mm-hmm. living a life. So it's very, it's they're very, it's it's a mentality as well. Because obviously, yeah. when you get put in that, and you're not almost included in society, you develop your own way of doing things. That's why when you said Portuguese slang, it's very common there. It's A lot of times it's Creole as well. It's a big language there. And it's like, it's because they never really got um, integrated well into society. It's not like the UK. I feel like the UK done a much better job for that, but in Portugal, it's very, very different. So when you come back to, especially my grandma, my grandma hasn't got experience living normally. Like she doesn't act like she's from, you know, uh, I say si- no I don't I want to say she's not civilised but she's not very um, Western yeah, she's yeah, still yeah, very yeah. much like she's from back home which is yeah. nice to see because you feel that type of you feel that culture in yourself but at the same time you can see how like the problems it causes when you just dump people in a certain area and you, think yeah. you, just, you can just do, ever, do
1: you ever think about how like how incredible it is and how brave your mum had to be to move to another country my uh,
0: mum's my mom's a, yeah. my mum's a soldier Literally, she came to this country, you know, You know, she, and she worked her way up to a place where she can give her kids all the opportunities that she never had. You know, mm. even things like for me to be able to live with my mom and have my mom support me while I go and get a university education is mind-blowing because when my mom came to the country, she was 25 and she had a nursing, she got a nursing degree all by herself. Mm. So she worked, she had to cook for herself, she lived by herself. And she formed a life with basically nothing mm. when she came to this country. And now she's been able to, now the life she lives now where she's given her kids, basically everything is, is, is something that inspires mm. me. And it's one of the reasons why I, I started on this journey because I thought it's almost as if every generation, my gener- my family has flipped it. So yeah, yeah, my grandparents came from Africa to Portugal to live a better life. That's one. Now my mom comes to England and tries to live a better life. That's another thing. Mm. So it's my job now to, you know, flip it again and make something better for my family and the only way really is to build a you know a platform to help other people also get the same opportunities the way you guys are doing Mm. with this podcast is just let people know that you know there's a creative economy there's something out there for you to you know get into and tap into and obviously make an income and living off it obviously I'm not at that stage yet but it's one of my aspirations to prove to people that yo like if you're a creative person and you feel like education may not be the best route for you you can really go out there and make earn an income and connect with people and improve people's lives through Mm. creating podcasts youtube anything like that i feel like technology is not a stage where even if obviously this production value is crazy but it can be as small as getting a live mic from amazon and putting it up to yourself Mm. and talking about something that's meaningful to you and expand on that it doesn't take a lot to start like for me starting creating, now I've gotten to the stage where I'm invested in lenses, cameras and stuff like that. But when I how started- did, How did you
1: start? And, and and also let's talk about what you do as well, just just before you get so, into how you started
0: um, as well. So I, and, and who you are, like who you are and so, what you do, yeah. So my name is, you know, Jonathan, of course, <laughs> Jonathan Doku. And um, I create videos. I feel like to really put a, a, a name to what I create. I'm not at that stage yet because mm-hmm. it's still pretty early, but I started making self-improvement videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, there's different ways to classify self-improvement. For me, this a lot of times if you search up on YouTube, the self-improvement that they talk about is stuff that's not really why. Mm. So um masculinity and um red, pill, blue, all that type of stuff. Mm. That's not the type of stuff I'm into. I like self-improvement in terms of Um, philosophy creativity Mm -hmm. entrepreneurship all those different types of stuff and what I started was productivity because I feel like the foundation of anything you want to build in life is how productive you are how um, the systems and the habits that you produce because habits compound and it all started when I my first year sixth form, I failed. And Mm. when I failed and I saw all my friends going on to their second years and obviously to university, it hurt me a lot because it was all my fault. And I realized the number one thing that caused me to fail that year is my productivity and my habits. Mm. And it's almost as if I realized the foundation of anything in life is your habits and your productivity and your self improvement, how you see the world. And now, as I venture more into self-improvement, I ended up finding philosophy and, and uh, one of my favorite authors, Ryan Holiday completely changed my life. Cause it, it made me realize, you know, the way I've been thinking has a large impact on um, the way I was living my life. Mm. And um, I don't know when you, especially in the UK, when you get to, when you leave secondary school, it's almost as if like a blanket has been taken off from you and you're exposed to the real world. And, when you get to that stage, when you go to college or sixth form, you start to see everybody go in their different directions and what they want to do in life. one person does apprenticeships. Another person wants to go the academic route. Another person wants to get a job.
1: But no no one's really 100% sure though. No no one's
0: 100% sure. So it's like, you don't really have any guidance. And I feel like self-improvement and philosophy was my guidance because it gave me the long-term view about what I wanted to do with Mm. my life. And then, I was really interested in self-improving, but it got to the point where it's like, I was itching, I was like, how can I produce this into the world? Cause it's all good consuming Mm. this content and loving it, but how can I create something out you know?
1: Do you know what I like about your videos, yeah? I like the fact that you would actually use a person, an individual as a comparison, and you basically, you would kind of study them. So for instance, like J. Cole or Malcolm X, you would look at them and you kind of like, look at like, cool, this is what they've done. And this is how you process it. And then you put it out there as, yeah, as content. I think, I think that's beautiful. That's man. literally
0: like my guiding philosophy in terms of my video. So my, my, my most recent video, like the one that's coming out now is going to be about Mike Tyson's career. Mm. And the main premise of the video is how self-improvement won't save you. Like um an example is what self improvement is so everyone thinks self improvement is this idea that you're going to go up there and you're going to build yourself and develop yourself so you can be something in the world mm. but that's exactly the thing that Mike Tyson done but you see how it kind of destroyed him because when you really think about it self improvement won't save you you can look at Mike Tyson Mike Tyson was heavyweight champion at 20 mm. he was like an Mbappe winning the world cup at 20 he had he was in the most respected sport in the world and he was so young, he self-improved himself to 100 kilograms of pure muscle mm. and is beating grown men.
1: Yeah, yeah, Do you get what
0: I'm saying? To the point where by the time he was 25, he was in jail for three years. Mm. And as he, his career progressed, he slowly plateaued. And it shows that no matter how much you try to self-improve yourself in the world, if you don't fix those internal demons and stuff like that, that you've been going through in your mm. life, no self-improvement is going to save do, you. Do
1: you know what, though? There's something really interesting about age as well, right? So, for instance, like, I, I remember I was listening to a pod, I can't remember what podcast it was, but it was talking about how someone was really grateful that they succeeded by the time they were, like, 30 yeah. rather than they were 20. Because sometimes when people are younger and they get all the success thrown at them at a certain point, yeah. they don't know how to handle it. It's too much. So they end up just, like, doing this or doing that and whatever. And they end up, like, kind of almost failing like with the success that he got mm. and, and and just sometimes having it later is not necessarily a bad thing because I feel like people having... are in a better place to receive it
0: oh you know? yeah 100% and adding on to that point I was going to say having it later might be the best thing because you have your experience of what life is actually like so you know what you can appreciate and what you can maintain um, a real problem especially young people is that we have a sort of naivety in mm-hmm. life you know I haven't experienced a lot of life so I feel like when I was younger, especially my aspirations were, you know, I want to have a big house, a big car, I want millions of pounds in my bank account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want, I want to be highly successful and stuff like that. But then, when you, especially when I started reading and I started to analyze these very, you know, amazing and famous people, you start to mm. see underlying. They're not happy, and mm. that's why I started to really look at people's careers and think. What is actually the key to success in life? Is it external success, a lot of money, um, cars, clothes, a lot of Instagram followers? Because as you look closer, these people have crazy drug drug addictions. Mm. Um, their family life is an absolute mess, and you're just thinking, is that really the definition of success?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're just someone the that's suffering, and and they're also just making money while yeah. suffering. It doesn't mean they're you know they're happy in life and and whatnot. So, I, I I do yeah. think that money bring money brings a certain level of comfortability right
0: oh yeah 100% and yeah.
1: I, I don't think it solves issues or problems I think I think that's just something people need to accept that it's something that's going to be there for the whole life you know there's always something to be sorted or whatever yeah yeah it's just how it goes really yeah
0: how do you how do you feel about that then in terms of your definition of success so you've got the external definition of success which everyone thinks which mm. is you know, high Instagram followers, a lot of money, nice car, nice nice girlfriend. Do you get what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. status symbols and stuff like that. But there's internal success where we have that already, which is love, family, mm-hmm. appreciation, which is another reason why one of my crave inspirations is J. Cole, because he champions these type of things. Mm. Even though he has everything, he still champions the idea of love, family, yeah. um, those internal things that mm. really make life worth living. I, I just want to wonder where you stand in terms of, you know, yeah. where you see your idea of success really centering around?
1: Um, I think for me, it's, it's about bringing value to the world, right? Okay. So I think I'm, I'm not like, I'm not selfish. And to be honest, like a lot of the time, I used to be much more selfless than I am now. So I, I kind of like, I've, I've been on this journey to become a little bit more selfish yeah. because that's something I struggled with. So I used to be super selfless, you know, all about other people and stuff. But I realized actually, like, I, I've, I love the world. Yeah. Even though like, obviously, I think in the world, you, you, you know, where we choose to look at, you know, the, the messed up things or the positive things. So I kind of try to look at the beautiful things because like me looking at all these negative things happening all the time, it's not going to bring me any like happy happiness or joy and whatever. Mm. Um. So for me, it's all about bringing some sort of value. And obviously the podcast is one of them, but also in real life, I do youth work um, outside okay. of the podcast and stuff, youth leadership stuff. So, so I'm already doing something towards it and that's kind of like my purpose. But to be completely honest with you, I think for me, like things constantly change, like internally. So, yeah. like I always feel different about certain things, and you know, as time goes on, I develop certain things. You know, you, you spoke about the red pill, the blue pill thing, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like my opinion on those things have changed over the years. You yeah. know, like and and I feel like it's just as human beings, we're constantly like changing, and and you know, you spoke about self improvement. So I yeah. think the way I would describe self improvement is is constant. It's a constant journey of like also. I'm going to use the word self-development. Yeah. Because for me, self-development is improvement. Because when we develop, like something's changing, like our perspective's changing, mm. our outlook on certain things are changing. So I think that's definitely a key. It's just that quote. So my, one of my favorite quotes, and I don't know if I came up with this or I heard it somewhere, but when we change on the way um, we look at things, the things we look at change, mm. you know? So so it's very important. One, actually. Yeah. So yeah, so it's very important to kind of sometimes just, just draw back internally and just go like, you know what? Am I looking at that thing the wrong way? We all had like a friend where someone maybe said something and we took it the wrong way, and then we clarified it after it wasn't that. So this, this happens on a on a bigger scale. Yeah, and I feel yeah. like
0: perception is such a, an important thing. I feel like as time has grown, and that's why I say I haven't really got a full, fully solid idea of what my videos are because mm. my perceptions of life are continuously changing. So one thing that I'm going through right now and cause I'm, I'm obviously quite young and when you go into the self improvement space or self development space, it's a, when you start, I was very naive. So a lot of times self-help will pro- promote to you. You need to be happy all the time. You need this, you need that. Mm. And then as you get older, you start to realize how my naive perspective doesn't really fit in the world. I live in, you mm. know, it's almost as if like, you know, for example, the book, The 48 Laws of Power is a very, very important book for me because it opened my eyes to what life actually is, you know, what human nature really is. And when, and the process of evolution or like, not not evolution, but the process of evolving yourself as a person is really altering your mind to the way the world actually is. Mm -hmm. So it's like, for example, um, a lot of times the things that, the people we admire had to do a lot of things which may not really align in terms of in terms of integrity and being a good person a lot of things that in terms of society the people that we value the things that they've done to get there have been let's just say really shady yeah
1: yeah, yeah. Do You get what i'm
0: saying and sometimes we have a naive perspective on people we think are oh, these people are just intrinsically good they've done what they've done to better the world but then you start to really underline like you start to really see what they've done and it's all almost a bid for power to be a better person mm. within themselves almost like a selfish you know pursuit it's, I don't know how to really explain No it. no I I get what you what, what
1: what, do you think about that phrase of um, like hurt people hurt people yeah because that's that's sort of like when I was talking about it, I was just thinking like you know what I feel like a lot of the times like you know the whole thing of like being naive and stuff I don't think it was being naive but I just feel like you had a beautiful perspective of the world and how it should be, but then you met a lot of people who like kind of like maybe been hurt or mm. something's happened and they changed their perspective because of the, of those experiences. So sometimes I feel like, like we get defeated by an experience and what that means is like, you know, like we could be an individual who like we see things in a certain way and it's actually serving us and it's giving us value, but then we have a bad experience with something and then we allow that experience to go, you know what? This is going to be my catalyst for why I'm going to change and be a certain way. Where a lot of the times you should go like, I think people should go, and, and, and I should do that as well. Just go like, yo, like this experience is not going to change me. Mm. You know, like I'm going to be better than that. Mm. You know, I'm going to be stronger than that. So I feel like people are too easy to give up and just go, you know what? The world is this and da 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 And then they just change. And then, you know, and then it, it creates a sort of cycle. Mm.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's, a, a big problem, especially the way we've been brought up, is like um, we use our pain in a very, in, in not the right way. So, my example, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson, when he grew up, he was bullied. Um, his father wasn't around. His mum was abusive, and he used that pain to craft himself into that fighter that everyone loved, the baddest man on the planet. I know you. I don't know if you remember back then when Mike Tyson was killing it in the mm-hmm. heavyweight division. Now I remember, of course. But the way he used his pain, I feel like the world capitalised on that pain and that's Mm. a big problem. You know, we have, if you use your pain incorrectly, the world has a million and one means to destroy you. Mm. Mike Tyson had um, drug addiction, he had countless, countless women, he had Countless money, he wasn't using money in the right way. He had leeches, people using him, Mm. but because he wasn't able to confront the real reasons why he was doing everything he was doing as he was using pain as a driving force,
1: yeah,
0: he allowed that pain to destroy him.
1: But I think, I think going back on the naive, I think he was someone that was naive, and I think. And I think what you're talking about with with, with Tyson in general, I, th- I think that happens to a lot of people. I think yeah. it's still happening to this day. Oh, I think music industry is definitely one of the biggest ones because I'm, I've am i heard so many stories. And and obviously I'm into like rap, hip hop and all of that stuff in America, UK, whatever. But then I listen to a lot of these different podcasts and interviews and stuff. And I'm hearing all of these different artists being effed over by the label. Mm. And like they get some crazy contracts and they get like locked into this contract or they can't release music and it happens now. Like, you know, the being, the being taken advantage of, and that's just one industry, you know.
0: And and there's so, like, um, funny you brought it up, I was actually watching a video of DMX. Mm. And you know DMX's story, you know, died of a drug overdose at 50, but mm. you look how he used his pain in his music and stuff like that. And, you know, I can't really talk on people's situations. A lot of times, people have gone through things way worse than me. I've been very blessed in my life, but I do feel like as a whole people need to especially me as well people need to learn how to respond to the to the pain we feel you know like um i uh, I spoke about how j cole is one of my favorite creative inspirations he talked about um meditate don't medicate you know society Mm. will try to basically give you paracetamols for the emotional pain you're feeling you know you're feeling down let's go out on a night out let's go let's go shortage quickly let's 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 go have fun or um are you feeling pain well drown yourself in your work, which is a thing I struggle with as well, because mm. every, my pain responses before used to be, if I'm feeling a certain way about something, I'm just going to forget, but I'm going to sit down on my laptop, I'm going to record a video and just edit it and spend hours and hours trying mm. to hide from that particular aspect of my life. But the thing is that that thing doesn't go away. It just accumulates and accumulates and accumulates. And all of a sudden you're going to have to face it, that mountain that you've been ignoring your whole life. And really, if you faced it and really worked through it mm. and seen the the reason why you respond to a certain thing that way, that's that's the reason why it brings peace. I feel like in terms of the naive perspective I used to have, I feel like that naive perspective is still slowly and slowly getting broken down as I start to look at myself and realize the reason why I respond to different situations mm. in different ways, because it's the way, you know, through my experiences in life, that's the way I've been taught to respond to different things. Imagine now that, I use that pain as a driving force to be someone in this planet, who would I be by the time I'm 30? I don't know. And I don't think mm. it would have been a good conclusion. And I feel like the world would very much capitalize on that pain, whether it'd be crazy ambition, thinking it would solve all the problems in my life, mm. to you know, can, going into bad relationships and stuff like that because of the way you know I'm perceiving the world and the way I'm trying to use the world to respond to my pain. Mm. I, I, I'm tr- I'm still trying to figure it out, you know. I've, I'm not completely there yet. Yeah, but yeah. it's something that I'm definitely starting to look but at. But do, do
1: you know what I love about you? Like, you have, like, a sense of awareness and you have a level of awareness. I'm, like, I'm, I'm listening to you now and I'm impressed because, like, you, you really get it. Like, obviously, you're saying you haven't figured it out, but, like, you're on the journey of doing so. And, you know, and and, and obviously, you know, how quick you get there, that's, that's entirely up to yeah. you. But I feel like you're doing certain things that's helping you. Like, for instance, like, obviously... I don't know how, how often you reflect, but like, you know, doing the YouTube as well and, and all of that stuff. That's actually going through that process in itself. Like mm. you get to reflect, think about things. And that's an incredible process because you're prompting yourself to do that. And some people, like you said, and some people I think they're incredible at running away from what it is for them. Yeah. Like I know people and I think it's easier to see it from a side, kind of from the sidelines. Like it's easier to look. It's easier to look at other people and just go like, actually, this person's running away from something. You don't know what it is mm. for them internally. But I think for us, because like I feel like sometimes we were so into ourselves, we might not notice it all the time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, like it's, it's incredible to see.
2: You mm. he spoke about reflection. When i something about reflection, that scares me because I think reflection is mad. It's like it's really risky because, like, so they say, noticing the problem is the first step for fixing the problem, right? Mm. But most people stop there like you hear a lot of people saying oh, i need to lose weight or i need to study more i need to, I need to do this I need to do that you spend more time saying i need to than actually needing to mm. you feel me and a lot of people stop at realization that's when i realize, like oh, that's the most dangerous place to stop yeah mm. once you stop there it's like it's now you're fully it's like <clears throat> it's like it's like if you want to talk relig- religiously it's like committing a sin knowing full well was, was a sin yeah it's like listening to music being a muslim knowing full well that's a sin or, or ian whatever it's like you know the problem but you almost refuse to solve it.
1: Hey, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna put it. I'm I'm gonna put it in a certain way. Yeah, I just feel like people don't respect themselves enough to do that. Like I, I think I think there has to be a level of like self respect to go like for instance like whether it is if it's like getting in shape or whatever to go like you know what I want to get in shape. Yeah, but people that don't end up doing, I feel like they don't respect themselves enough, or maybe there's something else, some something to do internally.
0: I feel like it's it's a. I feel like it's far more complex. Although self respect does go into it, there are people that have amassed great careers, but they still don't respect themselves. Mm. Behind their public perception might be amazing, they might be built their body up to amazing, you know, fitness, and their bank account might be amazing, but behind closed doors, it might not be the case. They still might not respect themselves, they might have, you know, still internal problems within themselves. Mm. I, I feel like the main reason why people are aware of their problems and may not act on it is because the environment might be pulling them another direction. I don't know. I don't, I feel like, I was very blessed to be brought up the way I've been brought up to where I've been allowed to, my own freedom and my environment has fueled me to go towards reading books and creating and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. If someone wants to grow up in an environment where that might not facilitate that, for example, um, I just finished reading the oral biography of Malcolm X. He always had the academic type of spirit inside him. But as you look through the book, you can see how his experiences and his environment didn't allow him to facilitate that. From the time Mm. he was 14 and his teacher told him, you're black, you can't be a lawyer. To when he moved to Boston and began drug dealing because all of a sudden everyone he knew that looked like him was drug dealing. Do you get what I'm saying? So now you got to flip it to a person who's like, Grown up in an environment where um, where they're telling you a certain thing and they want to do something else mm. so like I feel like one thing about London is that everyone wants to aspire to be a rapper everyone wants to aspire to look a certain way
1: or be like, a footballer or I mean, be a yeah. footballer
0: and stuff like that but and I feel like but what about if you want to be a creator that makes videos on self-improvement mm. but there are not a lot of people that look like me that do that type of thing do you
1: know what's really interesting statistically like they're more likely to make in in, in, in other areas like being a doctor or whatever, whatever statistically speaking than those two because those are like, like the most desired like yeah. but I think it's
2: changing though that's what, I think that's what I love about like the, the world today it's slowly slowly changing like obviously I don't know if you like I know that you're your first immigrant um, third generation immigrant yeah same to, yeah, yeah you're yeah. Same as us, and likewise for me as well we're cheese we're, 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 immigrant gang come on <laughs> 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 like, we're we we're, 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 we're surrounded by family members who honestly believe that there is no success other than lawyer doctor teacher and,
0: and that's that's exactly what i'm saying because you know imagine uh you say you want to make a change in your life and be someone but your environment is telling
2: you something the completely thing is, different that's the thing, that's so, the thing that, that you can't blame firstly you can't blame them like you can't just say oh yeah you can't go and think "Oh, you're you, you as my parent you're close-minded or this no because your environment creates you right mm. but the thing is like like let say my dad for example I recently ex- explained to my dad That this is what I do This is my thing But He never saw Because he wasn't in the country At the time when I started He only came back for, Came back to the country After I started gaining Some type of success from it um, And I had some type of money Coming from it That's when you start seeing the success That's when you start thinking oh, Okay cool This is some type of Benefit He's still kind of pushing me To still stick with retail Just to make some kind of money But the thing is You I don't know if you would have like Kind of supported it At the beginning mm. And you can't blame them It's just like a thing of you Know what that's, I think that's where you turn into an, an adult and your own person when you break yeah, yeah. break the barrier of, no, you have to do this, 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 and think you know what I I believe in myself and I honestly feel that like we can do this. And if it fucks up, it fucks up. Then mm-hmm. I take responsibility for my own fuck up, and then that means that I'm an like that makes me an adult. So Definitely,
1: I th- I think and I think we have res- a level of responsibility for putting ourselves in a different environment. Yeah, I think once we can, because I I know obviously there's certain young people you can't do that, like literally you cannot, cannot do that. But I think. um I think Gary Vee talks about it in a really interesting way. He talks about when there's like kids growing up in certain families, right? And their family wants them to like become a doctor or whatever, whatever. And it's quite sad to be honest, because obviously they're forcing their own narrative onto the kid, right? And the kid might want to be some, I don't know, might want to be a basketballer, or whatever, whatever they want to do. So, and he talks about in a way, it's like the only leverage the parents really have is like, they give you a place to live. Like they give you, they provide you food, whatever. And he goes, take those away and you can do whatever you want you know, just like get your own place, you know, get, you know, provide for yourself and then, then you can do whatever you want, you know? And it, it talks about like, how do you take away those sort of like leverages that your parents might
2: have in you? It's almost like, like when you, when you get given these luxuries, you exchange, you, so you, you get a luxury and you, with the luxury comes an environment that might not allow you to be creative. Take yeah. the, if you take the luxuries, the, the environment goes with it. So you have the full creative freedom but sometimes full creative freedom is too much, like too many apples gives you diabetes kind of thing. Mm, you know? yeah. So having full creative freedom is is overwhelming. So like at, at the beginning of your life, it makes sense, cool. Like get given a house, like, given a house and, and food and all these things because you can't do that for yourself. But at what point should I be let like let let to be flown kind of mm. thing? Like so, let I've got
0: a question for you. So, in terms of the way you bring up your kids and stuff like that. That creative free—you would give them everything, of course. But how much control would you want to impose on their certain destiny?
2: No, I, I'll tell you an epiphany I had whilst I was taking the shit a couple months ago. I would love to do the story, but I just want to. <laughs> you, know, you know,
1: people say like creative ideas come from like when in the shower, yeah. when you're walking. Like for for Aladdin, it's just like yeah, <laughs> to we're t- taking, taking a shit. Dump, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, So
2: here's my epiphany. Yeah. For create, create, creative people. Secondary school and uni and college is close to useless. Mm. Primary school is an essential. It p- teaches you the basics of maths, English, some science, mm. common sense essentially. After that, school school in today's society, no, 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 not the concept of school. The concept the concept of school and the idea of it is amazing, don't get me wrong. Mm. But the execution of it in the 21st century is built to um kill entrepreneurs, future oh, yeah. entrepreneurs and Gary V said actually kill entrepreneurs and kill crave people. And they try to, to try to hide it by saying, Oh let's go to art class and da- drama class and, and music and all these play- all these all these subjects that are supposedly meant to be pushing creativity but in reality no. Nah. Because mm-hmm. whilst I'm doing my art my my my, my, music, my music lesson, I'm thinking about my science homework. I'm thinking about my English homework. I'm thinking about all these other other, other subjects that quite frankly I don't give a fuck about because mm-hmm. we've got well who actually cares about shakespeare if i want to be one of the best artists in the world one of the best videographers in the world or filmmakers why do i care about shakespeare why do i care about pythagoras theorem and 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 flipping newton and all that man if i want to learn that shit, i'll go learn it to this day i have the ability to go on youtube or go on google and know things i can just know things by this device so in 21st century for starters the first part to answer your question School is 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 off the off the, off the books. Homeschooled after primary, for in terms real, of, yeah, hundred percent, bro. I'll teach them everything they need to know. I wait, if wait, wait, if, wait, it's, wait. If, it's, if it's adapting, if it's adapting, if I have to, uh, you know what? It's just I I just, I just feel like he just gave a speech. No sarcasm in <laughs> No, but yeah. if it's adapting, if it comes to thing where I have no money to to pay for our tutors, I'll teach them everything I know. It's like um, do you not remember that? Um, I uh, can't remember what Fast and Furious it was. But Vindu's Diesel, Vin character, Dominic, Weber, he was talking about how his dad used to stay up late helping his sister, his daughter with her homework. And then once she goes to sleep, he'll stay up and read the next chapter so he can help her the following day. That's the kind of parent I would love to be mm-hmm. where anything you don't know, and I don't know, it is my responsibility, the fact that I have the ability to go out and find out, is my responsibility to find that stuff out, then teach it. I love teaching. I've had a passion for teaching for years. Leo knows this. I started coaching when I was 15 and I loved it. I love teaching stuff I know, so that thing would not be a problem to me. I would love, like, I would, I, would, I would be happy to teach. But in terms of creativity, you can't really teach creativity. Yeah, that's the scary sure. thing. You can't teach creativity. You can you can open them to options, which is something something I quite like about school. I like how, in the first couple of years of school, you do all the subjects. You do drama, you do music, you do tech, and this and that. You do all the subjects, and then third, fourth year, that's when you start choosing your options and stuff like that. I mm. kind of like that idea. That's 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 kind of smart. Now, that's something I kinda wanna really do for myself. I kind of because my journey started like my creative journey started from flipping origami. I used to do origami when I was like twelve years old. And then I moved on to uh, maybe colour like learning how to colour properly and, and learning how to draw. I got a drawing of baby Yoda in my draw that I did like three years ago, something like that. But having that open ability, that having that um space to kind of try so many of so many other creative av- avenues, just so you know that cool, I tried it, it didn't work at this moment in time. I might revisit it, I might not, but in this time I'm gonna try something else. I'm keep trying stuff Until I find something that I like It doesn't have to be Crave It could be Spool It could be being a doctor It could be being a lawyer mm. But I don't want my doctor To be someone Who used to dream About being a breakdancer Because mid-surgery The guy's going to say Fuck it And he's going to cut <laughs> whereas, the, whereas the doctor That actually generally Wants to be a doctor He's going to make sure I, He stays in that room Until my life is saved You feel me? So if you want to be a doctor Be a doctor And do you know what I, I find So crazy
0: it? as well though It's like How many people's careers Have been designated By their parents And they don't even want to do it mm. Scary man scary scary it's crazy
2: because and it makes sense because these first, first generation immigrants they, they they've suffered like um, the parents sorry they've kind of suffered through having to, to live in a society where creative creativity was not a thing like you have to be a doctor lawyer this or that or you're living in the slums in favelas or even under under a bridge to come to a country like like the western world where creativity is if anything is promoted uh, more than other countries but it's kind of promoted and pushed for this is a foreign concept to them when I used to tell my mom, I, I want I to make videos, I go do videos. She's like, what the fuck is that? Like, it's like it's a foreign concept to them. And I'd love to kind of dissect their mind and understand why that makes that, why, how that makes sense to them. But it's a foreign concept to them. So having to like break that barrier and kind of like say, you know what, yeah, I know you don't understand this. And I know that you're scared and, you, and you're scared out of love. You're not scared out of spite or anything like that. You're scared out of love. I understand it. But I'm a big man now. I'm a big girl now. I'm Jeez. a big person now. I'm going to do my thing, the same way you did your thing when you were younger, because your parents have stories, bro. Our, our parents have stories. I'll, I'll tell you that from now. They have stories that we have no idea about. Mm-hmm. And having that understanding is powerful, man. Like, as yeah. a parent, having that understanding that what yeah. I've been through, they will have to go through it. They will have to go through their first kiss and their first uh, uh, chop or their, or their first, I don't know, like uh, theft experience or they have to go through all that stuff. That's, that's inevitable. Mm. And it's scary to kind of understand, like, to, to witness the fact that your child is about to get robbed or is about to have that pregnancy scare or that kind of stuff. Bro, I end up robbing my own child. bro. it for that. Like one yeah. day, yo, what you got for me, bro? <laughs> <laughs> but dad did that, bro. I used to work in flipping. I used to work on five, three pound fifty an hour. He took off my money. But- <laughs> I was just trying to teach a lesson, you know what I saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but
1: yeah, that's 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 True, mad. Man. That's mad. But but you know you know what's um like I've got like good expectations for like next generation parents, you know, because I, I feel like I hope I hope that. People are going to learn from their own experience and go, you know what? Like when I was younger, my parents kind of forced me to do this. So I don't want the same thing for my kids. So I just hope that, you know, that that's what's going to happen as, as we go I along. Think that, I think that's beautiful, yeah.
2: the beautiful thing about parenting is that every single generation is progressing over the last one. Mm. And that's why we are in such an advanced civilization today. Is because every single generation mm. says, you know what? This is what my parents did wrong. So I'm not going to replicate it. And if that happens every single time that someone, someone has a child,
1: but it's also, it's also that thing of like yin and yang, right? And pros and cons, however, however you want to like kind of refer to it. But like even though it does feel like we're making progress, we're also losing out on some stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Hence why there's a lot of conversation about like people becoming softer or like mm. people can't actually have like the whole thing of freedom of speech yeah, and people getting cancelled and so on. It's like a
0: relativity <clears throat> bias, you know? Like, I don't know why sometimes I, I catch myself complaining about my life and think how can you complain about when your mum had to go through so much and your grandparents had to go through so much just to get to the position they're in and all the privileges you have. Like, even for me to get up and come and network with you guys and be able to talk on a podcast and talk about um, issues that we're going through that have nothing compared to Mm. what our parents go through is a privilege, you know? To be able to have the freedom for me to even go to university and get a degree and have my mum support me and have my family support me while I do go and do my degree is something that... My parents haven't even thought of, mm. you know? So it's like, but at the same time, it causes us to underappreciate those aspects in our life. So all of a sudden, how, like, we're sitting there thinking, oh, look how hard my life is. But then you think, like, bro, it, does, it doesn't, it doesn't like, make sense. Like one,
1: this, was, this, this happened recently, like a week ago. I was basically ordering food, yeah? And I was, in, I was like ordering a Nando's, yeah? And I was looking at different sides and stuff. And I was thinking, what the fuck? I'm thinking like I'm thinking about what size I'm gonna get. And there's there's in certain certain countries like people got like no water or yeah. like no electricity. And I'm thinking like this is crazy, this is crazy. Like how much we actually have and like and the whole thing of like I, I feel like seeing life, yeah, it's so sad but it's true, yeah. It's like until you lose something or until yeah until you lost something, you don't know what the value of that was mm.
2: or is. Um, it's kind of like you know you know poet, poet keeps saying this every time he like he's on the pod wherever. He says, "All you know is what you know until, until something, presents, something new gets presented to you. So all I all I will ever know as an individual is what I know is what I've been presented to you, is what I've been experiencing is what I've seen in front of me. I I can see that uh, countries in in third world countries are, are suffering and wonder. Like I can see it in videos or whatever, but until you go there, until you know, until you be, yeah, you know, until you've yeah. been in that space and in that environment, you would never know the experiences they have." all I know is what I know until someone presents I need to. And I, mm. and as far as I know, I've never been to a third world, third world country. I've been to my country, Algeria, which is not really third world. It's more like second world. Um, but in terms of like proper third world countries, all I've seen, my only, my only um, experience with that is BBC News and, and, and UNICEF. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, these places kind of make it, they make it look like worse than it actually is so they can push you to donate and... Let's not talk about charities, man. Charities are interesting um, businesses, how, how, how I like to say businesses.
0: they really interesting I said to to, there's a video on my Watch Later list about that, actually. Because, you know, one thing I realise is that uh, a lot of times you donate into charity, not, <laughs> the, the whole percentage no, 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 is yeah. just not going there, you know. Look you know? at this, but yeah, people, yeah.
2: Like me, me and Leo used to work for a charity, well, I used to work for a charity. I get paid. I got paid to work for that charity. Where's their money come from? from the donations oh. and... No, 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 not necessarily donations, but... Obviously, in my case, it would be more like funders or whatnot, it? Yeah, yeah. But technically, funders are donators, no? i again, th- Funders donate money to the organization for it to run. Because the services we offer were free. So the young people won't pay for nothing.
1: No, th- fund- funding and donating are two different things. So funding is when you're funding a particular thing. So for instance, like, let's say a charity wants to create a certain project. Mm-hmm. And then you're funding that particular project. Donate, the do, donating it? is when you just give money to the charity so they get unrestricted funds so sometimes funding some fund to be honest most of the funding in charity world is like it's restricted to a particular project some funding is unrestricted but donations are just donations like donations just like when they give you money you just you got that does, how you want to spend it it's entirely up to you but does
2: donation mean giving without receiving kind of thing
1: yeah so so that's, that's so, what i'm saying so but the, funders
2: don't receive anything from from their, from their from their funding right
1: Funders do receive, so like they they get they get to brag about who they fund. Um, yeah, but I can brag
2: about giving to UNICEF. No, <laughs> but but also
1: they, they 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 get um in return they get social responsibility. So obviously they got okay. they got corporate social responsibility, so mm-hmm. they they have to okay. like you know like fund someone and and give money to yeah. charities and causes. Yeah, and well
2: stuff. the the initial point I was trying to make is yeah, charities are sus nowadays, man. Yeah. Sometimes I rather like kind of go and go to the country myself, and you know like um what's it not not can say was it money. He spent how? What's the percentage of his of his salary he's spending on in in um in uh in in things in Senegal? Like it, like he says, oh, I don't. What what am I gonna do with twelve iPhones, four cars, three three houses, and 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 six flipping jacuzzis? What mm. am I gonna do with that? Very one true. one of not even one of each. Maybe a phone and a little house and a little transportation vehicle, and the rest of it goes to goes to Senegal. It like really true, like, like It's like I don't know, about, I like the way he does it because he can give to charity. I think that's that's like. When you're, when you're that kind of rich that's the lazy option to give to charity is like the lazy option when you, when you have that kind of money because then you have the ability to hire people to go out there and do things yourself and yeah. actually monitor and make sure you know what's going on and where your money's going when you give to charities, it's a bit scary man I've given to charity don't get me wrong I've given charity every now and again but every time I press press pay or send or whatever I always do with a bit of shiver because I generally don't know where that money's going and it's I scary. feel
0: like it's like for me one one part of breaking down my naivety is looking at the real intention of why these people are donating to charity. So for example, you brought up the thing about, you know, I think there's corporate quotas that they need to reach.
1: Yeah, corporate social responsibility.
0: So it's like, in terms of my naive perspective, is that for a period of time, because I started to open myself up to the world, realizing that they're not really donating because they want to change the world, but they want to do it to reach certain metrics for their company to look in a certain way, it started to make me think, okay, so morality really doesn't win morality is not something that is is a prerequisite to winning something and gaining something out of this world so all of a sudden I believe now morality is a very subjective thing Mm. and it's how people view morality because I always was the type of person that wanted to be on a straight line I want to live my life a certain way I remember earlier in the podcast I spoke about how when we turn 16 everyone goes their different routes Mm. and you start to see people's what people's where people's morality lies and um people go certain ways in life and they still achieve certain things in life and a lot of times morality doesn't really go to go to of it so what's the real i know i'm getting very deeply philosophical yeah, no, no, that's, right that's, that's, now that's
1: that's what that's what we're about man let's 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 do it it's
0: like it makes me it, one part of naivety is making me realize that morality is a very subjective thing in terms of how people view morality in terms of what what they'll basically do to get to where they want to be in life. But at the same time, I realized that morality does play a part in the way we live our lives because Mm. it's about how you feel with yourself. So even going back again to the idea of success, how do you define success for yourself is how you feel about the person you're going to be by the end, or is Mm. it going to be what you achieve in this world? So for me, I feel like my idea of success is I want to become a person that I'm proud of by the end of everything that I'm doing do you get what I'm saying yeah And not really in society's standards and society's perception of how they view success and more in my own internal metrics of how I view success yeah so going back to the point of about charity and stuff like that is as if now it's gone to the case where now I know that the way people view morality is very different in this world. Okay. How do I fit in this world now? Now, all of a sudden my ideas of success have been basically broken down. And like, that's why, again, I spoke about how, um, my videos and self-improvement, self-improvement for me, you know, in terms of the, my videos is continuously changing because my way of viewing the world is con- continuously changing because mm as I came into the idea of creating, I thought, cool, look, I want to be successful. I want to reach something. You know, I feel, I feel a bit inadequate in certain areas of myself. So let me create something. So I look presentable in front of the eyes of the world. Let me create this profitable business in, in YouTube and whatever. uh, That's my initial aspirations. But then I started to realize that, that very, that, doesn't correlate with actual, you know, happiness and feeling good about yourself. You know, mm. for me, the idea of success for me is that obviously creating a profitable business, but also helping people, that you're doing yeah, providing yeah, 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 yeah. impact. But oh, I'm so sorry. That's fine. Phone. it's fine.
2: They're yeah, gone. On, gone. On. You know, Leo. Leo must well must well talk for a little bit. I want to intention man want to talk about intention. Yeah, because like it kind of goes up to moral code thing. Like, like uh, every, obviously, moral code is subjective in it, but intention is just is 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 what what determines bad, someone's kind of mm. person. How how you define a person? I was, I was talking about like intention in it. So like, like it kind of goes off moral code and like your yeah. intention is is such a powerful thing, man. Yeah, I think your, your intention it fuels realism mm. of your actions and whatnot. You feel me?
1: I think, but yeah, I think I think intention is just internal. So. So I think it's really difficult to see whatever. So for instance, like yeah. like if, if I was to start looking at other people's intentions, I feel like obviously sometimes you can see it through actions and whatnot. So that's one way to kind of see it like it's it's visible in that way. But I think, yeah, intention is just more for ourselves. You know, it's like, what what do we intend to do or be? And I think, and I, I, I like going back to this thing of the integrity and it's what Xavier was saying, just like, it's, it's, it's you know, it's what you do behind closed doors mm. and no one's watching. You know what I'm saying? I, I
0: think that's really powerful. yeah I agree I agree because like especially my ideas of success and my my ideas about life in general have been broken down so many times as I've gone on this journey of like learning more about who I am and what the world actually is so my initial stage again as I said you know my initial stage is I want to be successful I want to have a big house I want this and then I started to realise how little it correlates with actual peace, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I remember reading Ryan Hol- one of my favourite Ryan Holiday books, Stillness is the Key, he spoke about how, um, you know, nobody said that that reaching out of poverty and, and and improving your life is a bad thing. But he says, the she quoting him? He says, the issue is when we think these activities address spiritual poverty. Mm. Because um, another quote which he said, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, he says, says, um, most people fail to realize that their achievements are not going to be able to plug even a tiniest hole in a person's soul and it's like the reason why I believe in morality and although people although I have an idea that people people see morality as subjective but I don't see morality as subjective mm. because the thing about morality I believe you know integrity is the way you view yourself and If you live a life with no integrity, you're plugging holes in your spirit because nobody feels better than a person that can go back at the end of the day, knowing that they did no harm to this earth and they're living how they should live. Do you get what I'm saying?
1: People are living true to themselves. Yeah, Yeah, exactly that.
0: And that's why it's the idea of, oh, when I was younger as well, my idea was if you you sold your soul, you know? when you look deeper, the reason people sold their soul is because they compromise all their values to become someone on this earth. Mm. So the idea of success is I want to become someone and they become someone and realize that they're only successful in the eyes of everyone else, but not to themselves. And really at the end of this life is the relationship we have with yourself is what determines who you you become and how you objectively look at your life. Mm. Like, I don't want to be that guy who's a millionaire but is depressed and, and hates his life and yeah, hates yeah. what he's doing. Do you get what I'm saying? I wanna be someone who's proud of what they've accomplished out of life, knowing that it's in accordance to their core values. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And that's why, as you said, as you said on your previous podcast, you say integrity is about what you do behind closed doors. And I think that's so true. That's why now breaking down my naive perspective again, you know. I look at the world and I look at what people do and their attention behind it. It makes me question life a little bit more and it also makes me feel more at peace with myself because mm-hmm. now I've I look at other people and like yeah you you you've amassed this great wealth and you've done this great thing and you've got all these status symbols but let me break down the way I'm perceiving you. And break you down as an actual human being. Let me judge you as who you are as a person. So I'm going yeah. to see how's your relationship with your family. You know, how do you treat the people you're around? Mm. You know, I feel like this journey of you know self-improvement, self-development is a journey of becoming more human. You know, I don't look at you by the things you wear, by the status symbols you have. I look at you as, you know, how do you treat me in a certain situation? How, if we was going to go to a restaurant, how would you treat the waiter? Because at the end of this life. You know you're gonna die and all your money's gonna go.
1: Yeah, 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 facts. But
0: how you? But how, what's the impact you're gonna but then, leave? But then, some,
1: someone someone would debate and say that the reason they're doing this is so they can leave it for the kids. Some people would say that. Mm. But I, actually, I, I think people just enjoy the process. I think I think if when you reach a certain level of wealth in the world, I think I think it just becomes a game. It's like you know, like a numbers game. Like you can make more money and and I, and I feel like for that level of people is just more of like an ego thing, right? So they're just playing a game of like, cool, I'm going to make like 1 billion there, 2 billion there. And mm. just like, he's making more money. And it's because at that, at that point, like you got, they got crazy, stupid wealth. It's like, they don't need anything else from that money because like, they can literally have access to any resource they want at that point, right? So it's like, what else are they doing it for? You know, and they would say, yeah, we're doing it for kids. But I think, I think they just enjoy the process.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's like, it's very true. At the same time, though, I like. I feel like, and this is just my personal opinion.
1: Yeah, yeah no, that's that, that's, it's that's like, what you are talking about.
0: I feel like, as much as you enjoy the process, you also need to think about impact. Because mm. I know, um, you know, some people might enjoy the process of the art they're creating, but their art might not be impacting people in the best way. Yeah, and that lies with integrity. I want to make sure that the things I create as much as I love the process, it's impacting people positively. So, especially with my videos now, I've tried to look at the lens of people, like if you are someone that's watching this video, I wanna make sure that you leave this video inspired. I wanna make sure that you leave this video thinking, wow, I just watched this video and it's making me wanna have a positive change in my life. I don't wanna be the person that, you know, and I feel like this is a very big thing in society. A lot of times people think, I'm f- I'm showing you all the status symbols I have: this big chain, this nice clothes, this this big car, as a means to motivate you. Mm. But when you really look at the intention behind, you think they're only doing it to gratify their own ego at the expense of someone that's looking behind that screen and thinks, "Oh, I'm fucking worthless."
1: And maybe and maybe that's their metrics of success. Like maybe maybe the metrics of success is shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Maybe that's how they measure it. They think like, "Oh, I've got a chain or whatever." You know, I've got like three girls' numbers today. Like I'm yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm this guy. You know. Maybe that's how they measure it, you yeah. know. And and that's what I'm saying, it's it's beautiful to actually come across people nowadays where their measurements are entirely different. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Like someone go like, yeah, like I'm trying to learn about the world, I'm trying to learn about myself. And I'm like, that's how I'm measuring it. You know what I'm trying to say, like rather than how much money I'm gonna make. But don't get me wrong, I think I think money's important. Oh, 100%, and, and I think yeah. I used to I used to kind of be a little bit on on kinda of like money doesn't matter side. But I think in, in in the last few years, I'm like, yo, actually money's money is important, but The only reason money is important because when I'm in a situation to have more money and do more things with it, I can then bring more value Mm. to other people. You know what Mm. I'm trying to say? So so it's all about how we utilize stuff. It's all about, you know, like, cool, like, we've got this opportunity there. So how are we going to utilize that, you know?
0: I feel like the same thing with me. Like, especially when I was, just only recently, my perception of money has changed. So as, you know getting into the self-improvement space, I was like, you know, I'm not gonna focus on money. I'm gonna focus on my philosophical principles. I'm gonna focus on um, my productivity and all those different types of stuff. But um, one person who's actually my financial mentor, but is also a very, very, very close friend taught me this and it hit me really hard. He says, as soon as you get your NI number, you're in the money game. (laughs) So as much as you don't like it, money is very important. And the intention behind why I'm creating that wealth is is where my problem really was because I used to think that the only reason why I'm going to amass a big wealth amass big wealth is just so that I can look better than everyone else mm. but that how much that how little that correlates with actual peace and happiness and impact is wild but there's
1: always going to be another person who's got bigger wealth than you right and, yeah. then, and then there's always there's always a, someone else that's got something better like it's not it, it doesn't stop you know
0: and that's why it was like had such a negative perception of money i was thinking i'm only really chasing money as a vanity metric Mm. but then again i broke down my naive perspective and i thought you know what money matters in this world because money money is an automatic signifier of value if i can pump a lot of money into my production process and the videos i'm making for example this setup right now is very professional if i was to come in here and try to speak on this podcast and the setup wasn't as nice as this. I don't know if I'd be able to try my hardest to be able to produce value on this certain thing. So it's obvious that money is very important. Also, when it comes to money, you can obviously tell the difference between a podcast. You'd rather watch a podcast with high production value than a podcast. For example, a podcast like this, I'd rather watch a podcast like this than a podcast of me putting my my phone on a tripod and and speaking in a live mic connected to my neck. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? So money does matter, but the intention behind money is where, you know, I, I want to start to question because I don't want to be amassing, amassing big wealth so that when someone flicks on my Instagram profile, they feel like shit about themselves and hate themselves because of it. I want to amass wealth so that I can make a video that's very inspiring to people. Yeah. yeah. But going back to what I said initially, that's one of the reasons why I had a, such a negative perception of money because I used to think the only reason why people are amassing wealth is that they I can look better than other people. But that's not what my intentions or what I want to... Creating this space
2: Have you you all heard that thing That Moe May said recently About the whole 24 hours thing Like everyone's got The same 24 hours yeah. I want to put a spin on that Instead of saying that I want to say Everyone's one pound coin Is worth the same amount Your one pound coin Your one pound coin And my one pound coin Is worth the same amount It's worth one pound You feel me so it's not about his values, about what you do with it, right? Which yeah. is what you basically yeah, going to say. Yeah,
1: yeah. Do you know? Do you know what? Just just on that Molly May situation, I don't want to talk about it too much. Controversial. Here. No, I don't want to talk about it too much here, but what I'm gonna say is like everyone's got different opinions. So I think I think the whole like backlash or some people are supporting her, whatever. It's just it's literally humanity. It's yeah, like people want to see things way. We
2: want to understand the intention. So yeah. so you know what? So
1: even on that one, I don't feel like I need to. Obviously, that's not what we're doing here, but I don't feel like I need to express myself or even give my opinion on it because I already know. That regardless of what I say, there's going to be people that's going to that's gonna mm. disagree with what I say. And some people is going to agree with it. It's just like, it's almost like there's no point. It's like talking about, it's like saying like, oh, something is like red. And then someone's saying something is blue. And it's just like. What's that, you know, what's that thing
2: that, um, that Keanu Reeves says? He says, oh, I'm in a position in my life where I know what's right. And no matter how much you try to convince me that two plus two is six. You know what? Two plus two is six. Cool have a good day because it's like a detachment. There, uh, like yeah. you don't care it's it's, yeah.
0: it's so crazy how the world the way the world has become now is like I feel like as much as we're in this creative space and it's great that we can create content and put it out there <clears> and create value but it's also on the other side there are people that can bring a lot of un, uneducated you know opinions Bro. about about nonsense that could really fill people's brains up with rubbish
1: and it got platforms know. and and I think and you know what it is yeah I feel like um I had this thought yesterday you know like there's there's people out there who have like strong opinions right like ZZ Mills would be one of them right mm. so and I think like I said before like everything's got pros and cons and I'm not saying people that have got strong opinions are wrong I'm just saying that sometimes people that got strong opinions can impact people that don't have them a lot mm. And that's not always a good thing, yeah. you know what I'm trying to say? Because there's a lot of people out there who don't really have their own opinion on certain things and they don't really like they don't really try to develop one. So they just did they, they might listen to one person talk about something who's very strong opinion 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 <laughs> can't even say opinion <laughs> Opinionated <laughs> No, this is <laughs> Opinionated Opinionated. Continue. Yeah, thank you very much. Um yeah, and and then and then yeah, and it would impact
2: that person a lot. Yeah, but and it's like it's like what um, I think it was Bob that said it. You know up, it I mean? up it, up
1: it, up <laughs> it. <laughs> Sorry, <that>? my, <laughs> my,
2: my. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, oh, so it's not, It's like it's like what Bob said. It? It's not. It's, I'm not listening to what you're saying. I'm listening to what I'm hearing. Mm. You feel me? Like, you can, no matter, like, like May could be the best example. People, the fact that that got backlash was so confusing to me because. It's true. Everyone does have twenty four hours in a day. What is like how you experience it is different, cool. But essentially, she's trying to say, "Oh yeah, if you work hard, you eventually get there as well." But is this people didn't listen to her speaking? They listen. They listen to how they received it, which mm. is normal. Like everyone receives information for a filler, that I filler feel is called your ears and your brain. Um, so is this. Yeah, it doesn't matter what you say, it just matters how it, it's it, You know received. what, yeah,
1: on that one, I think a lot of people had an issue with not what she said. They were saying they had an issue with, like, her background. So, like, where she comes from, that she's more privileged and she can't be saying things like that. Yeah, However, I though, just... I recognise in life, yeah, we all got different starting points, and know? Some people start with more, some people start with less. But no one can ever knock away the fact that someone's done something with something. You know, like, there was that meme going around time ago, yeah, with Donald Trump saying... I started my business with a small loan oh, of million 1 million, million dollars yeah, from yeah, my dad. Yeah. But you know what, yeah, give that 1 million to someone else. Let's see if they can build the same empire. You know what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say like like don't ever ever knock away someone's hustle. They just had a different starting point. But it doesn't mean like people go like oh if I had like 100,000 I would create this business and it would be so successful that I would make more money. Actually, you might fail. Like you might lose all the 100,000, you know what I'm saying? So it's just it's, it's that people should just not I guess people are just too quick it's to
2: respect to it. Just have respect for the, for the for what you don't know. Respect what you don't know. I think that's I think that's the best way to say it. Like I don't know Donald Trump's grind. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I don't I don't agree with his philosophies and whatnot and his, his perspective. But I don't know his grind. I don't know Molly May's grind. Like well, yeah, cool. Molly May has 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 privileges, but some of them aren't aren't, aren't just given to her. Some of mm-hmm. them are, are built and worked for. You know my
1: favorite question here yeah, in life in general yeah, is like, what are you gonna do about it? You know, like you know, like a lot of people talk about stuff, and I, yeah. there was, you know, like um, when COVID started, yeah. So I remember, like me, me and my friend was having this conversation, but he was basically talking about like the conspiracy of like five G towers. You know, when everyone was like burning out five G towers, like yeah, five G towers are spreading COVID and so on. I wonder why they stopped doing that now, but <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, but yeah, anyway. So it was like telling me, it's like, yeah, like sending me message, messages, like conspiracy messages. I said, you know what? I said, what are you going to do about it? I said, if you on going to burn, by the way, just as, as a disclaimer, I've never burnt down a towel. Yeah? <laughs> but I was just like, if you want to go do something, let's do something. It's like, what are you going to do about it? Like people, people go like, oh, someone's privileged. Like, cool. What are you going to do about that? You know, it's like, what what is the action that you're going to be taking place in your life to do something, to make a difference within your own life? And maybe impact that as well, you know what I'm saying?
0: But don't you feel like as a deeper question, don't you think that's really scary as as a society, as we're the way we're going? It's almost as if we live in an echo chamber. Mm. Let's be real. The people we follow a lot of the times are gonna influence our opinion. So it's almost as if what direction is the world really going? All but, of a sudden someone can have, you know, a big social um status and say an unsolicited opinion for example i right, there are 5g towers behind my house it might not even be true it mm-hmm. might just be a, a self like a, a phone tower we need to go burn it down all of a sudden 200 000 people have gone and burned it down because that person has so much influence over your perceptions and opinions it's like where is the world going like, it's, it's only a matter of time before someone grabs all of that
1: but this is why, this is why, so this is why I'm all about, and you talk about self-improvement. Yeah. And for me, it's all about like self-empowerment, right? Mm. So we're, we're initially talking about the same thing in, 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 in one way or another, but for me, things come through the power of questions, right? And I think this is what people need to start doing. They need to start asking questions. So when someone goes like, oh, these, these towers or whatever, like spreading COVID and like, let's burn it down then I think if people start asking the question, like, if I'm going to burn this tower down, is it going to add value? Mm. You know, if they ask that one simple question, if I'm going to do this thing, is that going to add value? And then they need to start asking themselves, what does value mean to me? You know what I'm trying to say? So if there's a series of bunch of different questions that they can start figuring out stuff and who they are, like, I think people are going to stop like following certain people and go, like, raw, like, you know what I mean? So I think, I think, I think power of questions is really important. Yeah.
0: And I feel like, especially in terms of the power question, it's very important. Something I've been doing recently now is question why are you so influenced by this person? Mm. You know? For example, um, and it's uh, another question is where is this opinion coming from? I don't know if you've ever had it where you've read something online, completely forgot about it, but all of a sudden coming up a conversation, you're using your own opinion. You, you, you're basically saying something as your own opinion, but then you realize, oh, hold on. This is something... That I read online. Exactly. This can't even be true. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? So part of self-improvement is questioning your 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 beliefs, questioning the way you're viewing certain things, whether it's right 100%. or wrong. percent You know, I feel like as a society is getting better, no doubt. You mm. know, no doubt.
1: Because I think information is more accessible now. Mm. So but then also that that's that's also at the same time, that's a downside too, because depending on where we're accessing the information, yeah, and what we're accessing um,
0: as well. One thing I realize is that when it comes to seeking wisdom and seeking information, it's important not to seek wisdom for the purpose of just backing up what you already know. That's just insanity. Yeah, That's yeah. for example, um, using the example, what everyone at the time of Hitler, obviously in a, when Hitler went to prison and he made Mein Kampf, he made Mein Kampf and everyone thought this was like this intellectual, um, this intellectual gem, but really it's only him regurgitating his, is, is beliefs is mm. regurgitating what he already believes that's not wisdom that's just insanity that's just yeah, yeah. you that's a closed feedback loop all of a sudden you're not trying to learn from the world you're just trying to pump up what you think you already know so it's yeah, important yeah. that when you're going out there to seek wisdom don't seek wisdom for the purpose of backing up what you think you already know it's important to go into places and learn things that might challenge what you initially it's, thought.
1: It's all about not being biased towards something, and 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 I think this is why on this podcast in general, I try to have conversations where I'm not biased about certain mm. things, and 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 also just in general on a on a level where like I've been developing myself, like I've I've been very con- very like conscious of like what is a fact, you know, what's factual and what's what's what is it I'm attaching narrative to, you know, yeah. what I'm trying to say, it's like if someone goes like um, someone goes like, like shut up. You know what I'm trying to say? The fact is that someone says, shut up. But then I can interpret it in so many different ways. Like, someone's maybe someone's bantering. Maybe someone's, like, being rude. You know what I'm trying to say? So yeah, there's so yeah, many yeah. different ways to in- yeah. interpret that. But the fact is just someone just said that, you know what I'm trying to say? So it's always good to look at what the fact is and 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 what's and what am I attaching the narrative to? Um, but, yeah, anyways, um, we're coming to an end. Um, and there's one question we like to ask every single person that comes mm. that comes on the show. Actually, before that, um, do you want to promote anything? Do you want to plug something?
0: Um, I don't really have anything going on. Well, my YouTube channel, I upload um, self-development, philosophy, um, different just videos about stuff I've come across and read during the week and I create a video about it. Um, one of my most recent videos that I made was my most recent one. What was it about again? I'm trying to think. It wasn't a Malcolm X one. It was a different one. It was about Jay Cole and the idea of creative integrity. So my topics are expanding, but anyway, my YouTube I upload Monday daily. But just...
1: you what's the YouTube?
0: Oh, my YouTube yeah. Jonathan Doki. like my. So name.
1: so also so we're gonna we're gonna put it in the in the description and whatnot. But also, I feel like you downplayed it a bit. Like definitely go check out his videos, yeah, because they're really really good. Yeah. And I think most importantly, they'll make you think, and and that's an important process to to, to have in life as well. Um, appreciate it, appreciate it. And so yeah, the question is, yeah. Well I not should I should I phrase it, rephrase it? We always have the back and forth and that. Well do your on you thing one. Thing? Yeah. At this point, just do your thing one. Alright, cool. So just imagine, yeah, um, two years from now, like you managed to get on TV or you know what? T V died, yeah. Mm. But you have the biggest YouTube channel in the whole world, yeah. And basically everyone subscribed to your channel. Yeah. So the whole population subscribed there. And You're going to make one last video, yeah? And you're not making another video afterwards. And you're going to leave one message in that video. What are you going to tell to your audience?
0: The foundation of everything is understand that the mind that you have right now is not the mind that you're going th- so basic let me try word this properly mm-hmm. people I'll just tell you that people get the mind and brain that they deserve through the actions in their life, so whatever you do in your life, choose wisely because depending on how you use your mind and depending on how what actions you take will determine where you end up in life as much as people say life is. Um, life is very much out of our control life is one percent what happens to you and 99% with what you do with it because judging about where I was where I'm going to be in about two years I know that I'm going to be in a better position than I was than I am right now and that's all to do with the actions I've taken to get there so it's almost as if I think that never submit to your environment thinking that it's over because it's not you know because any obstacle that you find in your life can be an advantage. Um, Use an example. Malcolm X went to prison for six, I think it was for six years for burglary and transformed himself in that prison cell. Mm -hmm. There was times where um, it was 12 o'clock at night and the guards shut down all the lights. He wanted to continue reading. So he sat beside his bunk and he used the light in the corridor to make sure that he could see the, the letters in his book. All of a sudden he left prison and basically started the anti-racist movement. That's him turning an obstacle into his advantage, mm. you know? Using the example, you know, I'm sure Aladdin can um, relate to this one. During the pandemic, 2020 pandemic, I was so focused on my exams, thinking that was the guarantee of what I wanted to do in life. And I f- then all of a sudden, my exams got cancelled. And You got to think, I, I, I failed my first year sixth form, so this was the last chance for me to get those A-levels. I could have just sat there and thought, you know what, you know what, that's my life done, mm. but I use the obstacle to my advantage, and I use that time to learn about myself. I use that time to focus on what I like doing. I, I you know, I rekindled with my love for creating and stuff like that. So it's just understanding that the obstacle is the way. Yeah, you know, yeah. every obstacle you have in your life can be flipped to your advantage, and you can make something out of it. You know, I probably wouldn't be sitting here right now speaking to you guys if it wasn't for the 2020 pandemic, allowing me to learn about what I truly love. Doing and what i truly like to do about what i wanted to do in my life yeah, yeah. so yeah um you could use the example of malcolm x sitting in that prison for six years for armed robbery you know he was black in the worst system ever you know the most racist system ever he was a criminal and he was sat in jail mm. he was a drug addict as well he was addicted to um opioids and he was addicted to cocaine as well who's the malcolm x that we know right now malcolm x the leader and the, the 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 one... He started the anti-racist movement, you know? You know, um, when it was the pandemic, I remember them talking about all the economic policies they want to have, like, keep um, money in the black community. That all started with Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. And that was a man who flipped his life around and turned his obstacle into his advantage to come out a far more redeemed person. So it just shows all the actions in your life. It's, it's basically all down to you. You get the brain that you deserve through the actions you take in life, so choose wisely.
2: You know, what I, what I love about the human instinct is... When the when the human is, is desperate, there's there's a way. Oh yeah. When a human is mm. when a human brain is, is desperate, there's always a way. Is
0: that quote, um when a man has a why he can suffer anyhow. Jeez, do you get geez. what I'm saying? Yeah. I like that. So I like that. as long as you have a strong why or, like a strong reason why you're doing something, all the obstacles you face in your life can be flipped to your advantage, you know. There's a lot more to the world than your surroundings. Yeah. Do you yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? So take the right action in life and seek wisdom. Try your best to seek wisdom and learn from other people, learn from books, learn from all those type of things and flip that, you know, obstacle into your advantage. Love that. Uh, yeah.
1: And yeah, man, um much gratitude for coming down. Came down all the way from Nottingham. It's amazing. Yeah. It's great experience. Yeah, come on. Um yeah, for all the listeners and if anyone's watching on YouTube, just yeah, um comment and just let us know what you enjoyed. Um, share it with your friends uh, share it with your (laughs) mum and yeah um, have a blessed day and a blessed week